going into conspiracy theories because you know how I'm digging that shit. Um, <laughs> just a little bit. But there was one thing I read. Like, I kind of firmly believe it. I don't know. Kind of firmly believe it? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how the hell it plays out. Uh, if it's right, then I believe it. If it's wrong, I don't believe it. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I know my, I know my lane. Uh, <laughs> so, like, there's a whole thing where, like, um, they were talking about how, like, did, did the world really end in, like, 2012 or a deal? This is just a simulation. Well, not that, but there's the, the Buddhist theory, from, like, because that's the whole Buddhist religion, the simulation theory. Um, I don't know if you're aware of that, but, uh, it is very interesting. But so, I thought that was like Baudrillard. Uh, there, there's a few religions that practice simulation theory. So there's things where after 2012, people said that time went on faster, you know, like time just felt quicker. Mm-hmm. In a sense. Yeah. And how, when a lot of people talk about the best times of their years, some of the best times is like 2010, 2011. Like really good years for people, um, it's like emotional wise, mental wise, like that. But then after 2012, the world just slowly started getting more and more chaotic. So they talked about how Stephen Hawking discovered, or was around when he discovered like the God particle, mm-hmm. which um, essentially is a particle that created the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. You know, and so then they're talking about like quantum physics and like. Uh, of shit that theory like linear time and all that stuff but he was talking about if the god particle activated they're like they don't really know what happened because Mm -hmm. how also with the mayan calendar as well with all the leap years and stuff like that it still ended around the 2012 aspect or around now or something like that no it ended around this time uh the 2020 is when the mayan calendar technically ends with all the (laughs) leaps. oh yeah yeah, yeah. So, uh, but without about the God particle aspect, which is actually like, you know, a science thing. Um, so where, you know, how like scientists study black holes, but no one really knows what happens if a black hole opens up, like if you get sucked in. Right. A lot of that stuff is still like theoretical. But the fact is like black holes exist, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So there's something talking about is that if the God particle did go off mm-hmm. and created a sense of Big Bang and to where if we got sucked in to the black hole, we wouldn't have really known mm. because there's no telling if we did or did. Um, and they're like, what if we did? And this is just kind of the chaos theory ordeal. Um, you know, like, like it, it's funny to think about, but these are like also scientists that like, like Stephen Hawking, it's like that, like there's no proof to back it up, but there are proof that these particles exist, but they're so dangerous and deadly. Right. I mean, that's the, I mean, yeah. that's, you know, you got to watch that leap in logic because sometimes we make the mistake of, of making a connection between two things that are actually unrelated or thinking that certain parts represent the whole or vice versa when, when oftentimes shit doesn't operate the same at an individual or, or particle level in the same way that it does at a grander scale. But really the whole thing about like, oh, the world falling apart since like 2012 and that's why everything's like this. That's re- really, that's a very, American-centric point of view because things have been fucked up in other countries for decades, sometimes centuries. Oh, yeah, 100%. It kind of goes to where a lot of people talk about how, like, paranormal, like, the paranormal aspects to where um, there's a lot of stories and folklore 
about how the dead isn't necessarily like dead if they're on a different mm-hmm. time, like a different plane right aspect so it's almost like if you go into the chaos theory if the god particle did go off and we got then it's like that we get put on a different plane mm-hmm. since um it's one of the things where it's like it's interesting to talk about and like mm-hmm. yeah, laugh at it but the fact that there's like a lot of scientists that are high up there who are like we have no proof that like it happens yeah die if we try practicing it mm-hmm. and this is where we have to realize that a lot of science exists as theories or just philosophies and shit because the thing is just as there have been plenty of people's theories that were proven when we have better technology or better processes or you know whatever the fuck the vast majority of ideas even in the field of science are disproven or shown to be not the not the full explanation for a situation for something happening because yeah i know what you're talking about like astrophysics and theoretical physics and talking about like oh you know like when, when like one of the bigger things was like oh string theory you know, finding the connection between things at all levels of existence. And it's like, no, at the end of the day, stuff just fundamentally acts different at a macro scale than it does at a micro scale. And I don't know exactly what Neil deGrasse Tyson has said on it, but I'm like, as smart and as brilliant as that motherfucker is, I mean, a lot of times he treats the physics and shit like his own religion. You know, a lot a lot of these motherfuckers, they treat it as, they, they just take every speculation they have and say, well, I got this education because my pro- my mental processes work like this then, you know, they always make this illusion that whatever, you know what I'm saying, whatever fucking word bomb that happens to come out of their mouth about a subject has, you know, a level of gravity to it, even though there has been no scientific, you know, there has been no actual scientific rigor to discover if there's any merit to it. You've heard me jokingly say about it, but at the same time, I'm not really joking about how religion can be more than like a spiritual aspect. Like when I say, oh, yeah, you vote or you're, pol- or you're political, that's not my religion. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm joking about it, but much like how scientists talk about, like, it's their religion. Mm-hmm. Like, there's plenty of people who, who heavily practice politics who are like that same way. But, mm-hmm. you know, the the reason why I read all the theories like that is because, you know, I'm a film major. Mm-hmm. So constantly trying to do, like, horror scenarios. Mm-hmm. It's wild shit, man. <laughs> Just kind of to, like, that noise. Well, yeah, because, well, it helps me writing-wise. I'm trying to get, like, a good, scary story. No, look, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, I'm wearing a Rick and Morty shirt right now. And Rick and Morty is a show that, you know, dabbles in all of these theoretical things. And it's like, yeah, it's good to have a laugh. And, and you know, it's, it's fun to experiment with those different thought processes and, and wondering, you know, wondering what if and how things could be different. He ruins the entire economic uh, system for that one, all the Ricks. He just sets their out to zero. Yeah. Wait, was it Ricks or was it some other, wasn't it some other type of creature? No, it was no, 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 no. It was yeah. It was that Rick, that Rick yeah. and that Rick fucking world. And and what's kind of funny is that it was also poking fun at our at our actual economic shit because it is also just it's just zeros and ones in a fucking computer, and none of this shit means anything. It didn't mean anything when it was as it's printed on bills. It didn't mean anything when it was printed on coins. You know, it's like none none of it is real. It's a it's a it's a symbol that we use to conduct uh, things in a certain system. Uh, I think we had this conversation at one point. Is the money in your bank account actually there? No, of course not. We already know. I mean, that's not. We already know yeah, that. And it's like you know, much like a twenty dollar bill to me. Like like let's like taking a lot of reality out of here as well. But it's like, say you give me twenty bucks or something, I could say, 
that's not worth 20 bucks to me. That's like that monetary value is nothing. So because literally, like you said, all it is is like a faith in like a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Just, it's really crazy to where like if, you know, for some odd reason, this goes into like, you know, like I said, a bunch of the movies I watch like horror aspects like that. Mm-hmm. I talk about like how art translates what people think of society or deal. Whereas like in the apocalypse movie, it's like when that thing that gives like the money power is just disappeared, mm-hmm. it's still worth it. No, I mean, I mean, once again, I mean, these are, these are, you know, it's, once again, it's fun to, uh, you know, think about this shit and wonder, it's like, what's really holding these things together? And it's like, really the thing that I've kind of come to, the thing that I've kind of come to is that just because things operate as a symbol or things operate as a performance doesn't mean that there's no value in that. Like, there, there, like, whatever we call it, whatever we refer to it as, there has to be some means of conducting transactions for goods and services that people want and can provide based on what it is that they can offer in return. Yeah. And and so it's like you can say on one hand, well, yeah, money is just real. It's not real. It's, okay, but how else are we supposed to fucking do this? Because we tried to have a gold standard and shit, right, and actually price it to the actual amount of gold. But when, yeah. you price it, but when you price it to the actual existence, the finite amount of something, it fucks up your whole economy. So I have DVDs that are worth $2 to mm-hmm. $5. You know, and the five hundred dollars. Yeah, I got some expensive ass movies, dude. Um, Christ, how's that even legal? A lot of it is just like rarity stuff like that it goes into what's banned in America. Yeah. Um, censorship laws. How many of these movies are actually printed? Like yeah. movie that's terrible, dude. It's called The Last House on Dead End Street. Movie fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds like it was gonna be a bridge burner for sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. so fucking corny though. I'm so fucking corny though. Like I never heard of people paying exorbitant prices for dumb shit. Yeah. Like that's just market economy. Like yeah, but like to me, it's one of those things to where there's not that many of it made. Like like there's only like a certain amount made. You can't even find any of these copies online really anymore. Mm-hmm. Right of the original version that was made. Yeah. Talk about value. It's like yeah, the last house on Dead End Street is probably like a hundred bucks right now. Mm-hmm. For me, knowing how rare it is, it's almost priceless. Like I wouldn't let that movie go for like three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that beats me. Like I got like my favorite movie called Serbian Film. I have the banned U.S. version, which is the director's cut. You know that you have to go through loopholes just to get in America. Mm-hmm. You know? um, so to me, I paid two fifty for it. Mm-hmm. You know, to you, you pay a dollar. 